So the last time I was in San Francisco with my big Sony camera, well, I didn't get to go home with it because it got stolen from me in the middle of a shoot as I was addressing the camera. And at that point I said, you know, if I'm gonna come back to San Francisco again, I'm only gonna shoot on an iPhone. And uh, it's been a while, the theft was 2021, and I decided that in 2023, I was gonna give San Francisco another try. The APEC conference had just come and there was lots of headlines about how the place had been cleaned up. And now speaking of headlines, that followed so many terrible, horrible headlines about um, drug use on the street, people dying every day, um, homeless encampments, uh, rampant retail theft, giant retailers like Walgreens and Target saying we're closing the store because there's so many thefts in San Francisco. Um, the financial district hurting with uh, so many vacancies. It's just been one after the other. And the uh, headline that many people have said it was a doom boom that San Francisco would never recover from. But then came APEC, and then came, uh, they finally decided to take some action and clean up the streets. So a few weeks later, I decided to go uh, check it out and see for myself how bad is San Francisco or how good is San Francisco? Is it anywhere near as awful as some media folks had said it was? Is the, are the areas that I always thought were great still great? Let's see for myself. So I went, now however, I left the big camera at home. Uh, after my theft, I decided I would do most of my public shooting with an iPhone, at least in an area like San Francisco. And probably if I went to New York, it'd be the same thing. Uh, because the iPhones can be turned into bricks after they're stolen. They don't really mean much to the thief while a big camera, a Sony, a Canon, a Nikon, a Fuji, um, you're talking $2,500 to $3,000 for a body and then add a $2,500 lens and then have two cameras and two lenses with you and you're looking at $10,000 and the thieves know it. It's too easy to resell the stuff online. You don't have to put a serial number in. You don't have to prove that you own it. And uh, that's problematic. So anyway, I went to San Francisco with my iPhone. And uh, just to make sure that I went to every tourist spot, I rode the big bus. That's the one that goes easy on, easy off to every spot in town for roughly $60. And I uh, just want to run you through my experience this time around. Um, you know, I will cut to the chase and tell you nobody stole my gear. So uh, all I had on me was iPhone connected to a selfie stick. I was not going to let the camera out of my hand at any point of the day. I also had an Insta360 in my pocket which I used to get some shots of me riding on the bus and stuff like that. So let's let's run it down. I, I stayed in Fisherman's War, which there were some homeless people. I didn't see a lot of tents. It was a lot better than the last time I saw it. It was spruced up. Fisherman's Wharf just got a big boost. The uh, the sky wheel, the, the sky star wheel, uh, which is the big Ferris wheel that had been in Golden Gate Park for the last three years, had just moved to Fisherman's Wharf. And that's a big boost for the area. I also rode on it about 30 times. And I can tell you that you're getting some really great views of the bay, Golden Gate Bridge, Fisherman's Wharf, uh, the city of San Francisco, the Bay Bridge from up there. So it's definitely worth the visit. So Fisherman's Wharf was good. Then on the big bus, I started off 
um, down at Lower Market Street. And um, Lower Market Street was fine. Lower Market Street was a little quiet, quieter than last time, but with the ferry building and the Hyatt and everything, and the, you get the entrance to the cable car, which will take you up to the California and Powell, which is the iconic shot in San Francisco, the I Left My Heart in San Francisco shot, the rice shot, the, right across the street from the Fairmont Hotel shot. So that was pretty great. But lower market was fine. And But then when we got to upper market, I started seeing all these stores that were boarded up. Uh, it didn't did, I, I saw the Orpheum Theater, which was one of the local theaters that used to bring people out, you know, in to see plays like The Lion King. That was closed, uh, for, shuttered. Uh, so all in all, that was horrible. Then they made a turn to City Hall. And from the second upper deck of my bus, I could look down and see a drug addict overdosing on the street and four people trying to revive him. That was not a sight that I wanted to see. Then the bus went over to Alamo Square to the Painted Ladies, and that was all fine. That was good. That happens to be a major smash and grab spot. So those of you going to San Francisco and thinking of parking your rental car there with your bags in it, not a good idea. If you are going to park there, um, have nothing in the car. Uh, but better is to use public transportation and not have to worry about smashing grabs. From Alamo Square, we went to the Hate District, which used to be seedy, but looked really good. It looked, um, I mean, just going down the street, all the stores were open. And that was, I think, a really good sign. I didn't see a lot of vacancies if I saw any. So, you know, once upon a time, I actually used to own a used record store in the Hate, and the Hate was a little rowdy. And it looked a lot better now, which was a really good sign. From the Hate, we went to Presidio in the Palace of Fine Arts. Palace of Fine Arts is where a, a wedding photographer had his gear stolen in the middle of a wedding shoot. I think that was about a year ago. Um, I did not see police presence at the Palace of Fine Arts, but I didn't see thieves either. And I was taking a lot of pictures on my iPhone, and other people were taking lots of pictures on their phones and really enjoying the experience there. So that was good. Now, from there, I went to the marina, which was fantastic. The marina is the, 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 the waterfront that leads to the Golden Gate Bridge. All great. Uh, no problem whatsoever. It's probably the most beautiful area there. And uh, from the marina, then it was back down to Fisherman's Wharf. I also went to the ferry building. That was a little quieter, but then I was there on a Monday morning. So uh, most of their action is on the weekends. Uh, that was all fine and good. And um, North Beach and Chiatown, thriving, uh, lively, colorful, fantastic for photography. I went to Koi Tower. That was great. I went to Lombard Street. No problem there. So realistically, the only places, and also I went to the financial district, which was quiet and sad. This is where tech workers have vacated and stayed at home, haven't returned to work. So the local businesses that that were supporting them, uh, a lot of the, you see a lot of closures and you don't see a lot of people on the street and you see a lot of vacant signs. So, and deals and deals for, for filling up. So hopefully we're going to get some people in there and uh, that situation will resolve itself. I did not see drug use stuff. Now going to San Francisco, I thought it was a possibility based on what I'd been reading that I was going to see drug, drug addicts in the streets, shooting up, taking fentanyl, dying at every one of these major tourist spots. And I didn't. The only bad part that was bad was City Hall. 
and and upper market. So the moral to the story is is that if you go to a big city like a San Francisco, like a New York, like a Chicago, don't go to the bad areas. So the media has been focusing on the tenderloin. That is the the worst part of San Francisco. It's well known that it's the worst part of San Francisco. It doesn't make sense for a tourist with a camera to want to go to the tenderloin unless you want to document document um, CD life. You go, you go to San Francisco, you're going to photograph the Golden Gate Bridge and you're going to photograph the cable cars and you're going to photograph, um, you know, the waterfront and uh, the North Beach and Chinatown and all that, you know, the logical things. So would I go back to San Francisco again? Yes. Would I bring a, bring a big camera? That's debatable. Um, with a camera club, with a camera group, with some friends that have us all together, um, I would be more open to that. Now, it, I found it a lot easier to just run around with an iPhone. Again, because the quality on the new iPhone is so good. We're shooting 4K footage, and you can shoot in log, you can shoot in uh, ProRes, and the video is fantastic. Uh, there were some times when I got some uh, sunspots that I'm not crazy about. That's probably my only negative with the iPhone. But overall, I just felt a lot more comfortable. And uh, with the new 5X Zoom, I think I got some really nice shots. I did some stuff in night mode from Treasure Island that I'm really happy with. So it was very comfortable running around with the iPhone, using public transportation, not having to worry about having stuff in my car. Now, I wanted to bring the drone, but I knew that I would be walking around with it or stick having it in the car or whatever. And so I just didn't take it. So it was a lot easier just to run around town with the iPhone. I'm going to end here by talking about Fairmont, Californian and Powell, the Riceroni shot. Those of you of a certain age will remember the Riceroni uh, sign on the cable car and it hitting the top of the hill with the Bay Bridge behind it. This was San Francisco at its best, standing there right by the Fairmont Hotel, looking down that massive hill, listening to the cling, cling, cling of the cable car. And I did get a pro tip from the, uh, the, a cable car operator that said I could easily stand in the middle of the street, even when the cars are going by, as long as I stand in the red section. That's the, that's the, the red is for only the cable cars. And I could stand there until the cable car got too close and then I could move away. And that's what I did. Um, the Fairmont Hotel, California and Powell Street, that's where Tony Bennett introduced the great song, I Left My Heart in San Francisco. I left my camera gear in San Francisco in 2021, um, but I never, I never took my heart away. I love San Francisco. It's one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Um, I would highly recommend that I think it's time to go back. Uh, whether you want to strut around with $10,000 worth of gear on your back is another story, but certainly with an iPhone, it, it makes for a very enjoyable visit and travel photography expedition. So folks, I am headed to Japan tomorrow morning as we speak for another visit. I'll be there for two weeks and I will be shooting primarily on the iPhone, on the Galaxy, and I'll do a little Insta360. I also got those great new video sunglasses from Ray-Ban, and I'm going to be shooting a lot of shorts on those. Those are great. The quality is better than you would expect. The microphone is right in the glass, and uh, you can you can knock out 60-second videos out the wazoo, and uh, I think that's it's a lot of fun. 
I, I just got a new Anchor uh, portable charger, an Anchor charger that can charge up three USB A's and three USB C's, and that's going to take care of the hotel room. I'm really excited about it because we're usually always struggling to find places to find power outlets, and this one now will handle everything I have uh, except for the computer uh, you know, between my wife and I and all the stuff we have uh, in one little $25 gadget. So that's pretty exciting. Um, I'm Jefferson Graham. You've been listening to the iPhone Photo Show right here. And uh, I'll probably be taking next week off because I'll be in Japan. So I'll be back at you for Christmas with some thoughts. Uh, look for me um, at the iPhone Photo Team. Look for me at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. 